Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy to discovering who you are now and deciding who you want to become and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your next business strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Banerjee. Hello all. It's summer of 21. And after 21 months of not being able to travel, I now have the joy and privilege of being reunited physically with people I love and people who love me as I am visiting my family and friends in Ontario, Canada. Yes, 20 days so far and counting. It's been exciting and exhausting and exhilarating and all the other ease that you know I am so fond of. It's also been an opportunity for me as I've done a few road trips by myself to go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes of this podcast. Today, I happened on Love Thy Selfie, and I thought, hmm, isn't that a different context for me today than it was when I recorded that episode six months ago? It was around Valentine's Day. I was thinking about how we as women sometimes forget to love ourselves first and most. Now I find myself here in August thinking about how I love myself coming out of the pandemic, the changes that have occurred in my life in the roughly two years of experience with that, and how that has changed my thinking and changed my feelings about who I am and what I love about myself and why that is ever more important. I hope that you'll take the time to listen to this episode and give some thought to who you are now and what makes you so very lovable and why that doesn't change. It continues to be ever more important in our lives if we pay attention to it. So for your easy summertime listening pleasure, Why don't you get on your favorite walking shoes or behind the wheel of your favorite driving vehicle like me, go on a road trip with yourself, or just settle into a comfy chair and get your favorite adult beverage. We have remastered and re-released episode number two of the Lift As You Climb podcast because I love you and I love that you Support these podcasts by listening and sharing your inspiration. I want you to always 
Love Thyselfie. Here we go. Will you be my Valentine? It's February, traditionally the month that we think about hearts and flowers and candy and dates and a little romance, spending a little more time loving on the people that are important in our lives. I think that we should be loving on ourselves every month. That's why one of my mottos is love thy selfie. Just as a reminder, particularly for many women, so believe I earned that badge, I am often much more critical of myself than anybody else could ever be. I'm not good enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not slim enough. I'm not, not, not. Always this drive to be better than instead of going, this is me and this is wonderful. I do love myself. It's such an awkward thing at first to say to myself. I was raised with that sort of attitude of don't be vain. Don't be looking for compliments. Always be very humble and meek. And, you know, if you think too much of yourself, well, you're really just heading for trouble. You should always only be thinking about other people. And as a woman, you should put yourself last. You should always kind of be demure or at least not practicing any form of self-admiration or self-appreciation. Unfortunately, that's changing a lot. But of course, the other side of the coin can be that now, today, with our social environment, where we are being exposed to filtered and altered photographs of everybody's A life, that it becomes even more of a challenge to go, oh my, this is me without my makeup on a bad hair day, on a day when I'm feeling less than the superwoman that I want to be or that I need to be for myself and for others. In a conversation with a friend of mine not long ago, she said something that's just stuck with me. We were talking about at our age, we're both in our 60s plus, how to feel desirable and sexy and passionate. The disappointment in changing and evolving relationships over time where some of that passion is lost or we just don't feel sexy enough to deserve that passion. Her statement was, if I don't turn me on, who can? That struck a chord with me and made me think more about that. That yes, as a woman, I'm 66 years old now. I don't know where you are in this spectrum of evolution as a woman. But can you look at yourself and say, hey, babe, you turn me on. And when you do really, really say that with conviction, how does that change 
your attitude, your feeling, your posture, your smile, your sparkle, your tingle in all those great feminine places. Has society pegged us wrong? Do we stop being romantic or sexy or just wanting physical affection when after menopause or in our 60s? I'm a grandmother who's a live, warm-blooded woman. I want not only to be admired for who I am authentically, but to admire myself for who I truly am. Now, I wonder about how you feel about this and what are the ways that we can appreciate ourselves to continue to build ourselves up so that we feel great and we set examples for people around us. You know, they old adage, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. I think that applies to how we feel. Absolutely, it does apply. How we feel about ourselves and how that radiates around us and affects other people. There's the energy, the vibes that are flowing when you do feel positive about yourself. And so woman aging through childbearing years and menopause and divorce and business challenges and growth and the loss of loved ones, dear friends and parents, it isn't always sunshine and lollipops, is it? But then you add on to that as we get a little older and hair is growing where we don't want it to and isn't growing, we wish it would more. Our body's letting us down, changing and morphing in shape. Hormones are coming and going. Staying up late means staying up past 9 p.m. And our energy levels can be lower. And our habits, our willpower, we have different priorities. Let's just say that. Does that mean that we aren't any less vibrant and desirable? to ourselves and for ourselves? I think not. It's a matter of changing our perspective and realizing that the societal norms of the curly, blue-haired grandma, the cardigan sweater, and the sensible shoes are not relevant anymore unless we choose that is who we are and that's what we love about ourselves. Instead, we have options. We're evolutionary women. We can rewrite those standards. But in fact, we're writing what I call story. What does it mean now in 2021 and beyond to be a woman in the third stage of her life? What do you do? How do you show up in those 50, 40, 30, 20, more years that you will live vibrantly and energetic? What are the ways that you identify with this new you, this next you? How do you leverage that to influence your life, your own autonomy and satisfaction? How do you influence others and be a mentor, a role model for those around you? 
with all of that lifetime of accumulated tacit knowledge, feminine wisdom, experience, strengths, and skills, what will you do to help others as you lift as you climb and have an impact that is significant and is the legacy that you create? Very interested to hear what your thoughts are about. Do you turn yourself on? If you don't, what are you going to do about it? Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.